This episode features a man who grew up in Israel. It was finalized just before the Israel-Hamas war broke out, bringing profound tragedy. Like so many, I am thinking of those who are most affected, with deep heartache and care. Find a link to credible aid organizations you can donate to in the show notes. What would it take to arouse your life, to experience more connection, more pleasure, more realness, in and outside of the bedroom? I'm August McLaughlin, and this is Girl Boner Radio. I felt like in the beginning, when I started going to these experiences, I felt a lot of kind of hesitation and, and shyness. And like, it feels like a foreign place in which everybody speaks a different language. In many of these experiences on nights, I realized that I don't even need to have a particular experience. And actually, in fact, the less expectations I have, the more fun I'm having. Yuval Mann spends a lot of his energy and artistry these days helping folks explore and learn about sexuality, which is basically the opposite of what he learned early on. The main thing is that I haven't learned anything about sexuality growing up. I think that's maybe the start of my story. A story that involves religion, Judaism specifically. I don't think there is anything particularly about Judaism that makes it uh, not sex positive, but the interpretation of the particular Jewish Orthodox community that I was part of, you know, the usual shtick, masturbation is a sin, sex is something to do in hiding, it's something that you don't talk about. I grew up being only in boys-only institutes, and so I didn't even have interactions with girls growing up. Yuval has some positive memories about sexuality from his early youth, when he was just innocently curious about bodies. But the most striking experience, he recalls, does not bring up happy vibes. Yuval was in his early teens when he noticed something was happening. I was having wet dreams, as you naturally have, as the hormones are going wild in your body. Of course, I wasn't masturbating, nor was I having sex because that's highly forbidden or not even something that crossed my mind because no one even talks about it. I would wake up from these wet dreams, wet. <laughs> I remember this very distinct combination of pleasure and guilt eating me up at the same time. I was very curious about it, like waking up from these beautiful, erotic dreams that were just created in my mind and feeling this immense pleasure in my body of the release, and at the same time feeling unbelievable guilt, like fear of, of God or what will happen to me, and is, is this okay? Out of my fear, I would run away to the mikveh, which is the Jewish bathhouse that you go to to purify yourself. I would go into the water and then go and, and, and pray for forgiveness and that it would not happen again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Did you know the term masturbation? I've heard that in some Jewish communities, like the spilling of seed is like a very big deal. Yeah. Were those terms used? Did you even know 
kind of what that was when that happened? It's an interesting question. I think I did in a very general sense, in some kind of vague fornication context of some sort, <laughs> but I don't think I had like a clear idea of, you know, I've never watched a pornographic uh, movie. I've never touched myself before that. Um, and no one was talking about it around me. So I, I really didn't have any kind of points of reference. Yuval eventually left that religious community and joined the army, which is mandatory in Israel. And wow, was that a culture shift, including in terms of sex. It's all men, right? So the discussion is very much about conquest, very ego-centric and like what they did to her and what, what was happening and all like a very like ego-boosting kind of conversation about sex, very performative, also not very healthy. And I remember feeling at the beginning also ashamed because I never had an experience with a woman before. I was a virgin. And I remember feeling ashamed of like talking about it or like sharing that with other people. So I just kept my mouth shut and started having my first self-pleasure experiences with myself, looking at magazines and maybe like some porn. Then at 19, Yuval met his first partner. She was also ex-Jewish Orthodox. It was a very sweet connection. And that was my first very, very nourishing, beautiful, innocently childlike, exploratory kind of introduction to sexuality. It was a very passionate, very beautiful, very open kind of interaction. And that was, I think, my first great sexual experience that opened me to like, ah, oh, okay, this is something that I'm actually fascinated by and there is something to it and I want to know more. The day after he finished his army service, he said he had to get out. And I started traveling. I started from Italy, of all places, and I started hitchhiking around Europe. I ended up living for six months in an abundant house, a garden, in a cave, in a cliff looking over the ocean. And I think that was a period of time that I was really coming to realizing that I love that freedom of traveling and exploring. I met some other people and started exploring with them. And I felt like this deep, insatiable hunger and desire to experience at this point. I felt so deprived of basic human experiences like sexuality, relationships, even certain types of food that are restricted, a lot of things that before the army I couldn't do because of religion and then during the army I couldn't do because I was nothing but a number in a system. Mm. So that was kind of like the beginning of a very long journey that took me over the next more than a decade and then slowly getting into different sex positive, kinky, fetish communities around the world. In about 2017, he attended his first official sex party. It took place at a well-known fetish club in Berlin, and he attended with a few friends. And I had no expectations. I didn't know really what to expect. I was pretty immersed in the sex-positive, kinky, fetish kind of jargon, community practices just in my own life, in my own relationships. But I had no idea what, what to expect. It's a massive club, thousands of people, sometimes at some nights. And I was absolutely blown away by the level of both freedom and openness 
for everything goes kind of vibe. And at the same time, a level of respect and safety that I felt and also my female friends felt that were with me. The whole experience was very liberating, he said. One interaction in particular stands out in his memory. A very beautiful stranger just came to me and I was like, hey, I, I really want to um, play with you. I was a bit confused because I didn't know how the rules of the club or something, yeah. do we need to go to a dark room or something? No, I was like, no, right here. I want you right now. And I was like, okay, that, that's beautiful. I love that. It felt like a place existing in parallel to the normal outside reality in which sex is a taboo thing that you don't really talk about, in which men need to go through these loops of like trying to be the right thing and say the right thing to get into a date or something. And women need to kind of feel this, I need to protect myself. And suddenly people come together and it's total vulnerability and openness, the strict rules of safety. But other than that, everything goes. And for me, it was like, wow, this, this is a beautiful thing. And it's something that you don't really experience or see outside of these spaces. In 2020, at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, Yuval found himself stuck in Paradise Island in Thailand. Yeah, that's a real place, a luxury island. Not exactly the worst place to get stuck, but at the time, life wasn't easy. He had just founded a business, and things had been off to a successful start. And within a week, the business was basically gone. Like everybody were panicking and leaving all the clients. There was a few months of us just... A few friends, we took a big house and we're just kind of like hanging out, looking at the world crumble. <laughs> Felt like that, at least at the time, like just sitting in our ocean view, little oasis and watching the world go into madness. By then, Yuval had been studying bondage with his master, Tati. And I started studying with her more consistently every other day. The model that I was working with in the sessions was a lover. We started talking about maybe doing OnlyFans together because it started becoming a big thing and a lot of other people were doing that. And we came to this realization that we both really love our sex life and we think that it's gorgeous and we like also filming ourselves and getting off on looking ourselves having sex. So we're like, let's do some OnlyFans. And then... I had this epiphany. I don't know where it came from. But I was like, I feel this inclination to do work around sexuality, but I don't know if that is the perfect outlook that I'm looking for exactly. I'd rather do something more on the educational side. There is an element of sexuality that I've discovered over the last decade in my own exploration that I feel deeply, and I also hear from my own lovers, that a lot of other men can benefit from. So they decided to create a course instead. Then Yuval met another lover who was super into this idea. And when his two lovers met to talk about the course with him, they realized that they had studied at the same school years before. So like, what are the chances? Fell in love with each other as well. And we started this beautiful love triangle triad that revolved mostly around really creating this course. Of course, we were also, in general, very connected with each other, but... It felt like this is the kind of project that we came together to, to do. And that's what they did. They spent a couple of months together shooting Yuval's first course, The Sensual Alchemy for Men. And we were just spending our time 
hanging out by the pool, getting into the room, shooting. I was either just shooting myself talking and then when there is demonstration, one of them is the model and the other one is the camera woman. And we just shot the whole entire course like that. And I did and somehow, I don't know how it happened, within a week I had a group of like 12 men who signed up to go through the course. And I was like, holy shit, like this is happening. And this is how it starts. If you would like to explore rope play, it's the perfect time to check out the Bondage and Restraints collection at The Pleasure Chest. It features their best-selling BDSM gear, including vegan leather bondage straps. They will also keep you on the cutting edge of BDSM restraints with comfy sex cuffs, kinky collars, under bed restraints, and beginning to advanced bondage toys. Check it all out and stock up on lube while you're at it at thepleasurechest.com. Again, that's thepleasurechest at thepleasurechest.com. Today, Yuval continues that work as an erotic intelligence mentor. He aims to help people use their sexual expression as a vehicle of individual and collective evolution. Whether you are able to travel to explore sex-positive cultures, or you just want to deepen discovery in your life, wherever you're planted, I think we can all learn a few things from Yuval's fetish scene adventures about communicating openly and embracing it when someone says no. There is a level of openness I had such a um, transformative pleasure of exploring, which is showing up authentically as you are, being very attuned with your immediate somatic bodily desires and intuitions, like, hey, I want to do this with you. And being totally open in suggesting that while at the same time being absolutely and totally open of having that desire rejected. Like, oh, thank you for being honest and saying mm -hmm. no. Like celebrating the no as much as you're celebrating the yes. And as you explore new desires or new sex positive spaces or different kinds of intimacy, make sure you practice patience with yourself. You don't have to enjoy everything you try. That's good information too. And no one starts out as an expert. I felt like in the beginning when I started going to these experiences, I felt a lot of kind of hesitation and, and shyness and like it feels like a foreign place in which everybody speaks a different language. And then slowly I started getting into a certain groove of feeling just comfortable in my own skin. Like I'm not trying to pretend to be anybody else that I'm not. I'm just here to have a good time. In many of these experiences on nights, I realized that I don't even need to have a particular experience and actually, in fact, the less expectations I have, the more fun I'm having. Sometimes I would spend the whole night just sitting in the lounge and speaking to people, just having beautiful experiences while being completely naked with each other. It's such a unique, far out human experience that you don't usually get in, in normal day to day life. And it's people that you otherwise would see in the street or in a coffee shop and not even imagine. But suddenly you get this moment of naked vulnerability and just talk about life, about the human experience. And for me, that is what it's more about than just having sexual escapades. Those are just byproducts of openness and freedom. Um, and I think 
going to these spaces without expectation and just like, hey, I'm open. I'm just open to whatever I'm supposed to experience. I'm always saying that sex is an evolutionary playground of mutual self-discovery. And I think in these spaces, it's even more apparent than anywhere else. You're always experiencing what you need to experience and you're always going through the emotional, physical experiences that are standing in your way for your own transformation and evolution. I love the self-grace in those words. Giving ourselves permission to let go of expectations and just really meeting ourselves exactly where we are. These kinds of ideas come up a lot when Yuval works with folks. Here's what he most wanted you all to know about that work. I talk about sex and orgasms just so people will listen. Once I get their attention, we can start talking about the things that matter most, which is, who are you? What is this life? What is this human experience? Where did you come from? Have you been created or have you emerged? Are you a separated entity living in an environment, in a world that is happening outside of oneself? Or have you emerged from life? And if so, what does it mean about the way that you relate with your body? What does it mean about the way that you relate with your spirit? What does it mean about the way that you relate and share your heart in the world? What does it mean about relationships of all kinds, especially intimate and sexual relationships? And then we get to the real stuff, you know, not just how you can have better sex, but what is sex? Why do you even have it? What can we learn from your current sexual experiences or sexual expression? And what your sexual expression can tell us about the way that you perceive the kind of beliefs and narratives and stories and relationships that you have about your body, about pleasure, about spirit, about your heart, about love. That is the juice that I really care about. Mm. So I will keep talking about orgasms and sex so people will keep listen. <laughs> listening. <laughs> That's so honest and so important. I really appreciate that. Yuval primarily works with singles and couples, including women, men, and non-binary folks. He also sometimes has group offerings. You can find his video courses at yuvalman.com. He also hosts a free community called The Sensual Saloon on the platform and app Telegram. It's totally free. There are hundreds of people from all around the world, and there is a beautiful alive, vibrant conversation about sexuality, eroticism. There is a place to share erotic art. There is a place to share erotic poetry and stuff. There is places to ask questions and get direct answers from me and other people in the community. And it's completely for free. It's such a joy to offer that to, to the world and to, to people and build this beautiful community. Find direct links in the show notes. There you can also click to sign up for my email list. I send updates and fun surveys about once every one to two months. That way you'll always know if something changes or if something really big and exciting is happening or just have a chance to weigh in anonymously for upcoming episodes. For bonus content and to support the show, you can join my community at patreon.com slash girlboner. And if you are enjoying Girl Boner Radio, 
I would so love it if you would post about it on social media or DM a link to your podcast, Loving Friends. Thank you so much for listening.